Let me make that a little bit louder. I can't hear myself at 124. A little bit early, and I'm taking you a little bit late. Got you all the way to 6 o'clock this week. Looking forward to it. Taking your calls at 877-337-6666. And, man, does it feel better when the baseball teams are winning, specifically the Yankees, because the Mets have been winning for a long time. But last week I was on, I was miserable because we were in the middle of the Yankees throwing their season away. At least we have kind of. Cooled that down. Both teams win on Friday into Saturday morning for the New York Yankees. Yankees take care of Oakland. Yeah, I know it's a bad team. Shut up. All right, because they couldn't beat anybody. They, they were losing to the Cincinnati Reds. All right, so I don't care that it's Oakland. I don't care it's a bad team. The Yankees needed to win. And the Mets need to continue to win. You know, I feel for you, Mets fans. I really do. I know it's been a long week. You lost two games to the Yankees since the last time we spoke. I know that was tough for you, but you moved on. You moved on to a terrible team yourself, taking care of Colorado as the Yankees are taking care of Oakland. But I just said need to win. The Yankees needed to win over the last handful of games because they were just playing awful. And, yeah, the division never got within seven games. But they were just playing terribly in every way, shape, and form. And things needed to change. Otherwise, it was going to change in the standings. The Mets need to win every night because the Atlanta Braves don't lose as they just took care of the Cardinals uh, last night as well. So the Mets just need to do this to keep pace. And both teams last night kind of played typical of themselves, at least when the Yankees are going good. And the Mets have kind of been much more consistent, clearly. The Yankees had a stretch where they were, you know, they didn't lose and they were the best team in baseball. And then they've been through this stretch where they were as bad as the Tigers, the Oakland A's, whoever you want to mention. The, the Mets have been much more steady consistently playing well, but when they're at their best, they're doing what they did last night, which is just be a relentless team that you can't give extra outs to, that you can't allow to come back and beat you. You can't make mistakes against the Mets. You can't make bad pitches late in games. You can't make errors that open up the door. You can't do these things or the Mets will find a way to beat you, and that's exactly what happened last night for the New York Mets. Uh, going up against the Colorado team, that they have to win these games. A four-game set against Colorado, you don't have the luxury. You don't have the luxury that the Yankees have with an eight-game lead against a Toronto team that hasn't played that well, as well as it should have when they were considered the cream of the crop in the American League, them and the White Sox. Neither team has played well, but and the Astros and the Yankees and whoever. But they have not. They were supposed to be the best team in this division. They haven't been. Tampa Bay dealing with injuries and whatever else. They've been hot recently, but haven't had the season. Finally had the step-back season that Yankee fans have been waiting for the Tampa Bay Rays to have for a long time, but haven't played well despite being hot recently. They lose a couple games. The Yankees pick up another game in the standings. They had the luxury of some cushion. The Mets do not. So it's easy to say, yeah, you know, the Yankees should beat up on Oakland. It would be good for them, and, and that's all true. The Mets need to pound the Colorado Rockies. There is no, you cannot lose a game like last night to the Colorado Rockies. You can't lose a game you jump out early on. You can't lose a game where Chris Bassett is sailing through five innings. You can't lose that game. And right now with this Mets team, they don't. And they pounce right back. What's great about the Mets, as you watched the game last night, 
What's great about the Mets is they don't let the Colorado – you hear it all the time. You can't let these guys stay in the game. You can't let a bad team hang in there. You can't let a bad team feel like it's got a chance to win. The Mets immediately bounce back in these games. They don't let it wait an inning. They pounce right back immediately. And what Canna has done on that road trip and now coming home against Colorado tonight with the two big hits that, you know, uh, uh, after they take the lead – and then Colorado ties it in the six. Boom. Bottom of the six. He comes through with that double in the gap. Yeah, you know, uh, McNeil gets thrown out of the plate, but they back to the lead. You're up 3 nothing. They tie the game. Bassett sailing. He has a shaky sixth inning. Gives up the three runs. Boom. Cannon with the double in the gap. Then we know what happens in the eighth. Givens comes in, which we understand right now the one bugaboo of this team is you. there's no one in that bullpen besides Diaz you truly have faith in. Adovino has had stretches this year where he's been brilliant. Lugo, the last couple times out, looks like his stuff has really come together. Jolie Rodriguez stinks, but he, he had a brief time where he was pitching well. You know, May has been up and down all year. I mean, the bullpen has not been good. The only addition they make is Givens, and he's been terrible. He comes in, he blows the game, they give up three runs, and boom! The Mets get it right back. An error by the third baseman, and the Mets come right back. It's Canna again. Then it's the walk-off from their guy, Pete Alonso, and it's an uplifting win. And it's a relentless never-say-die. Obviously, you bring in the one reliever who's not just reliable, the best reliever in baseball. He shuts down the ninth, gives you the opportunity to win it in the ninth. Alonso comes through, and this team just jumps all over you if you give them an inch. We've seen it time and time again. Besides the two Yankee games, over this stretch against Philadelphia, now Colorado, you know, they struggle in Atlanta as well, but recently, and really this whole season, they do not give you an inch. They fight, they claw, they come back. Can has been great recently. And yet you've had guys in slumps over uh, a time period here. You know, Nimmo really hasn't been playing to his best over the last three weeks or so. Alonzo's coming back now, but Alonzo went cold, especially you know during the Atlanta series, during the Yankee series. He went cold, breaking bats over his leg, but he's starting to come around. You've kind of went through even... you The, the Mets are able to withstand the slumps from different guys because then all of a sudden, look at Canna popping up and having a crazy three weeks where his OPS is 1.3 and he's hitting doubles and home runs to win you and tie your games. I mean, these guys, they step up. It doesn't matter where they have to get it from. Beatty with the home run tonight who came up, hit a home run his first at bat, has kind of been ass since, hasn't done much. I know I like to poke fun and have fun at his batting average. That's for another time. That's just me being, you know, a jerk every once in a while. I like to poke the bear. But this team, you got to give it to them. The starting rotation, obviously, and if, and if you're looking at these games as they're trying to compete with the Atlanta Braves here, and you're looking at this team, the rotation is... What you're seeing from Bassett right now, even Walker was pretty good against the Yankees coming back from injury. But the top three, especially right now, are excellent. Bassett was good again last night. You know what you're getting from Scherzer and DeGrom. You've got a lineup that, like I just talked about, all right, look, I know it's Colorado. I know that. I know Philadelphia is not pitching staff, especially in the bullpen, isn't much to write home about for the last decade, really. Their bullpen's been atrocious forever, but still... They consistently give you good at-bats late in games. They consistently harp right back on it after giving up the lead, harp right back on it after tying the game. Like, they do not let the other team feel good for a moment. 
And that's so important. It's so vital in these comebacks. It's so important in these tight stretches late in games against teams like Colorado. You can't let Colorado have that two-run lead for two or three innings. Boom, right back. You can't let them tie the game and feel like they're in position. Boom, right back. And that's what they've done all year long. And to watch it continue, I mean, right now you're looking at the the rotation is phenomenal. The lineup is resilient and phenomenal. Uh, Pete Alonso's having an uh, uh, MVP caliber year if it wasn't for Goldschmidt in St. Louis. Lindor is going to, you know, if uh, you know, is having the best season of shortstops ever had for the New York Mets. I mean, you're having a lot of good seasons put together by a lot of different guys up and down this lineup. But right now, the one concern is the bullpen. There's one man in this bullpen that you trust. And he's the best reliever in baseball. And in big games, you're going to have to go deep with your rotation and throw multiple innings out of Diaz because you can't trust anybody else. You don't trust Rodriguez. You know, you kind of don't trust Adovino. You don't trust May right now. You don't trust Givens. He's been terrible since he came here. There's no one to trust in that bullpen. So this rotation, this lineup, and Diaz are going to have to be good enough if they're going to want to compete with the Atlanta Braves who continue to kick the tar out of anybody they play. The Astros, it doesn't matter. The Cardinals having a great season, it doesn't matter. The Braves are absolutely relentless too. And that's the difference here. As we, I'm going to talk about the Yankees in a second. The difference is if the Yankees would have lost last night, it would have been a frustrating loss. You shouldn't lose to a triple-A team that everybody's calling the you know the A's. You can't lose to the A's. And while I agree, last night the Blue Jays lost to the Red Sox. Tampa Bay lost to the Angels. Excuse me, uh, Tampa Bay lost to the Red Sox. The Blue Jays lost to the Angels. And the Yankees were able to pick up a game, but if they didn't, if they lost that game, oh, they're up seven. Coming off for four straight wins, four straight wins, and you would have felt upset about it because you're not supposed to lose to the A's, but it wouldn't have hurt them the way any loss right now would hurt the Mets. So, in one aspect, I know Craig likes to joke about it, but it is fun right now. The Mets are in an absolute playoff hunt where every game feels like a playoff game because you know the Braves aren't going to lose, and you need to bounce back, and you need Canada hitting balls off the wall, you need Canada to rip one down the line. In the eighth inning, you need Bassett to go out and throw seven, uh, seven and a third excellent baseball. You need all those things because the Braves are getting it. And that leads me to the Yankees as we focus on the Mets and their ability to continue to fight back. The Yankees last night won a game the way they typically won games during their stretch, too. Great pitching and home runs. That's how they've done it. When they were going through that stretch, they were the best team in baseball, and they were winning every night, and they were rolling out Ws. They were doing it with, yes, the back end of the bullpen, which is completely different now. And we saw that with Wandy Peralta closing out games. But they've done it with starting pitching, and they've done it with home runs. They hit two milestones in the game. Garrett Cole, his personal milestone of 200 strikeouts. And then Aaron Judge with his 49th home run. 49, what is it, August 27th? Excuse me. August 27th, he's got 49 home runs, and as a team, they have 200 home runs. They hit home runs. That's how they score. The other night's an anomaly where they score 13 runs without a home run. They haven't done it since 2000-whatever, and it's probably not going to happen again. They need to hit home runs if they are going to want to win games. And just having Stanton in the lineup the last two days, you feel it. It is a tangible thing. 
you can feel how much different this lineup is with Stanton in it. Still taking some bad swings, just coming back. Didn't look good tonight into a big double play. He's not going to be perfect. It's going to take him some time. Stanton is the kind of guy who needs to get his swing right. I don't expect him to hit the ground running necessarily, although he had a you know a couple RBIs the other night. But having him in the lineup means the world. It just it feels completely different. And what's happened over these last five games where the Yankees have kind of come out of the doldrums, they win two very good games again. First of all, they take the last game of the series on Sunday against Toronto with Manoa on the mound, who has absolutely owned them this year. So to get that win followed up with beating Scherzer and giving him his worst performance of the year, albeit not a terrible performance, but that's who Scherzer is. That's the worst performance of the season for him. And to take two from the Mets, who are as good a team as there is in baseball right now, and now to follow it up with continuing to play well and pound Oakland and really have the first game that looked like that first half team that pounded bad teams, that scored a ton of runs, that looked like they had a lineup full of guys who could actually hit the baseball. To, to follow that up with another tight one tonight, yeah, it's only the three-run home run from Judge. Not a lot of offense. Facing a guy they traded away in Sears, who's been good for Oakland since the trade, and someone who's good for the Yankees early in this year. He kind of has a good performance other than the home run. The Yankees hold on for dear life at the end of the game. Cole goes out there into the seventh inning. Gives you a great performance. 200 strikeouts for him. Although we could talk about how he's not an ace. He's had these innings that are just killer, no doubt. And Oakland's a terrible team. And a a triple-A lineup. That's what everyone likes to say. I've read that everywhere. It's a triple-A team. Triple-A team. Triple-A team. I don't care who it is. The Yankees haven't played well enough to beat anyone. So to win five in a row and to do it with the starting pitching, to do it with the home run, to have Wandy Peralta be able to hold off the game, Loisega looking good. And really, these are the, the couple of things that have made you change the way you feel about the Yankees, even more than just the five wins, which is what you need. You want to get a winning streak together. You want to start getting these wins. They pick up another game in the standings. They're now eight and a half in front of Toronto and Tampa Bay and nine nine games in front of Toronto. As both teams respectively lost their games last night, the Yankees pick up a game. But more than that, you want it to feel good about them, and there are a couple signs. One, stand back in the lineup, huge difference. Two, over the last week, Judge coming out of his slump and Ben Intendi actually being a player for this team. Ben Intendi being the kind of player, the 300 hitter, the put the ball in play, go the other way, come through with big hits, has been an absolute game changer for this lineup. He was terrible the first couple weeks he was here. Terrible. He was an absolute nothing. I was killing him every chance I could because he was just terrible. But since he's turned it on and changed the way he's played here as a Yankee, Judge coming out of his slump, Ben Benintendi coming out of his slump, and Stanton coming back, and Loisega looking like maybe he could be a piece in the back end of this bullpen that has absolutely fallen apart. They closed the game with Wandy Peralta, which tells you they absolutely have no more confidence right now in Chapman closing games at all. Chapman had that run of six or seven good good outings, scoreless outings. He's had two where he can't throw strikes, and that's it. They, they have gone away from him. There have been opportunities when other guys have pitched and weren't able to go. There were opportunities that screamed bring Chapman into the game, and the Yankees haven't done it. They closed with Peralta last night and into early Saturday morning. Peralta, who I like. When Evan asked me who I trust the most in the bullpen, I said Wandy Peralta because he's been that good. But he's not the closer on this team. They are not going to Chapman at all. And if Loisega can finally start to revert 
to what he was last year. We forget how dominant Loizaga was last year. How, you know, one of the better relief pitchers in baseball, and he's been terrible and injured all year long. He's either not been able to pitch or been terrible when he has pitched. And over the last couple of outings, it's really looked like he's got that two-seam fastball to sink it down. It looks like he's starting to get the right kind of ride on that fastball, still throwing it 99 miles an hour. And if he can emerge as someone you could put back into this bullpen, may I even pray, may I even pray that Zach Britton could come back and be a part of this bullpen and look the way he has in his career, uh, you know, not like last year, but previous years of his career where he was one of the best closers in baseball. If he can come back, if Loisaga can now reemerge, if they can get Clay Holmes back and pitching, who I guess is somewhat close, telling people he's feeling good, if he can come back and they can settle this bullpen, then you start to feel better about this team. Benintendi changes who they are if he's this way. Judge has been unbelievable all year. He just hit his 49th home run. He went cold for a while during that losing streak. If he's going at all, they got Stanton back in the lineup and they got Benintendi being the kind of player he is, the lineup changes. It's still not great. There's still a bunch of outs at the end of this at the end of the lineup. I still don't trust Donaldson completely. IKF is what he is. Although you heard tonight on the broadcast, he's been better with runners in scoring position than you think. But still, not a great player. Glaber Torres looks like a shell of himself since the All-Star break. There's a lot of problems with this team. But if you can start to solidify the back end of the bullpen with Loisaga and maybe Britton and hopefully Holmes, and you've seen a little bit of that from Loisaga recently, the lineup's starting to come together, feeling a little bit better about it, especially the way Benintendi's going. Judge hitting bombs both games against the Mets and now against Oakland, 49 on the year. Cole looking like an ace last night. Yes, it's against Oakland, but still looking much better. If this team can, and Montas, and Montas pitched well against the Mets, that was a big bounce back start for him. If he can start to round into shape, you can you can see. I know you hate the team. I know you do. I know you don't think it's good enough. I know you hate this guy and you hate that guy. They are Probably not as good as they were at their best stretch this year. They're not as bad as they were the last two weeks before this five-game winning streak. They're not. They're somewhere in between. And if you watch the rest of the American League, you watch the rest of baseball, if if they can get these couple things, and they're ifs. Right now, the bullpen's in shambles. Loisaga has to continue to prove it. Guys have to come back. Holmes has to come back. You know, Guys have to step up. That's a big if for me, the back end of the bullpen, the biggest of ifs. But this lineup is not going to go scoreless the way they were the last two weeks. They're getting better. Benintendi changes the feel of it. Stanton changes the feel of it. And the rotation, I still think, has three or four guys, albeit it would be nice to have Montgomery in it. That trade still makes no sense to me. But the top end of the rotation can still be good. This team can win. There's no doubt in my mind this team can win. It's just a matter of doing it. What you've seen the last five days has really helped you feel better. It's got the team stable. They picked up a game in the standings with their win last night combined with Toronto and Tampa Bay losses, and you're just feeling a little bit better about the New York Yankees heading into the weekend. And obviously tomorrow's going to be Mets old-timers day. Mets couldn't allow a loss last night. They didn't. They continue to fight back. They do what they do. The Yankees are starting to do what they do, and we're feeling better at this end-of-summer weekend as we get ready to roll September back around, which I cannot believe. But here we are, feeling good. We'll talk some football as well. I know uh, the Carton and Roberts show was down at Jet Camp. 
Football season is right around the corner. A bunch of games last night. A bunch. Of, I saw Geno Smith will be the starting quarterback for Suss's Seattle Seahawks. I'm sure he's very excited about that. Sam Darnold's going to be the backup, but it's, it looks like he's had a brutal ankle injury, so we might not even see Sammy Boy anymore. But we got plenty of football to talk, plenty of baseball to talk. 877-337-6666. Yankees and Mets win. It's always better this way. It's always better. You know, it would be nice if they tell you the Holland Tunnel's closed with like a sign or something before you're about to pull into the Holland Tunnel. Maybe just somewhere along the line. It doesn't have to be a big neon sign. Just like a sign somewhere that says Holland Tunnel closed. Because at late at this night, I make I, I assumed I, you know, I've done this drive a million times. I didn't put on the GPS. I just made the assumption I'll get to the Holland Tunnel tonight and shouldn't be that bad driving in at 1130 at night or whatever time it was. And then it's just closed. And I got to divert to the Lincoln Tunnel. It took me 20 minutes. I'm Suss is calling me, doesn't know where I am. That could have been better. But as far as the baseball went, last night was pretty good. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.